And I'll tell you guys since we're, since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo. You're listening to The Grisha Cast. Welcome to GrishaCast, episode 105. In this episode, we will begin breaking down the stories from the book, The Lives of Saints. This is your host, Eric. And I'm Terry from Nashville, Tennessee. This is your podcast for all things Grishaverse. A world created by our Yale graduate, Lee Bardugo. Ah. Hi, Moisavieni casters. Oh, hi. So... We got to listen to cities. Uh-huh. We have Morley, Australia. Yay! Hi. Hi. And then we have Spruce Grove, Alberta, Canada. Woo! Thank you. And we are very happy to be here. And for those of you watching on YouTube, Terry's in Ketterdam and I am <laughs> in a black void. You're in the fold. <laughs> a very dark fold. Yes. So, um, yes. <laughs> yeah, we're doing some... Changing around of our set, so we'll some stuff around. Exactly, we're gonna Freshing make it. Up. You know, we got to keep it fresh. Spring cleaning, got to keep it fresh. It's not spring yet, but almost. Yeah, we're gonna just we're gonna make some things cool. So, anyways, yeah. So, um, you enjoy Terry and Ketterdam, and I. <laughs> if you look at me, you can't tell the difference between There's a my nice... hair, the yeah. like earphones, and the black sheet. Behind. There's a really nice uh, contrast going on over there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, big news for me, I picked up my new glasses today. <laughs> I am so happy. I got two. I haven't gotten new glasses for six, seven years. So it was time. And um, they're so cute. So this is one of them. However, if you're watching, you cannot tell the difference between these <laughs> and the other ones because it's just the, oh, well, there we go. Thanks, Chris. Um the diff- um, it's actually just the side. The I love this style. Um, however, I will be. You know what? I might as well just do it now since we got the. Here's my um wardrobe change. Get ready, everybody. <laughs> for those of you listening, you're gonna want to go to YouTube for this one because these are my funky ones. Oh, <laughs> hit it! Ah, oh, that looks horrible. You can't really even see it, and well, they're really cool. Just letting you know. They're Versace, and they're just, like, really cool, neat ones. They're just different. And the black ones are really cute, too. They're the same style I had last time, except, ooh, look at that. I know. The side. <laughs> I love it. So, thank you. I'm sorry for those of you listening. I've just bored you for a good minute. However, we will now speak about things and not try to explain them. Because I'm not good at trying to paint a picture. <laughs> Eric uh, gets very excited about things and wants to do like a show and tell. I do every um, time she comes over. But it's but there's always something new to see. So yep. it's it's fun. Literally every time you come <laughs> into our house yes. to record, this, I always have like it yeah, I do have a show and tell. It's kind of mm-hmm. like I get it ready too. <laughs> Like, you get all like ready, yeah. Like, oh, to show me it's all on the stuff. table, yeah. Because if that, I have... that is a good thing, I didn't think about that. But yes, when I come in, it's always it's all, right like, there, right then. there on the on the table. <laughs> because I thought it was like just I don't know what I want. Oh to no, say. I'm prepared. Like a, a coincidence, like you were working on it or something. But no, nope. I realize you're coming, and I want to show you. Mm-hmm. And. I also realized that we have a podcast to record and Chris will kill us if we're too late. So if I put it on the table, (laughs) that'll be right there Um, because it gets dangerous if I have to be like, Terry, follow me to the bedroom. (laughs) Because that's where... We're not that kind of show. We're not. But that is where a lot of magic happens. And there's Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff back there, like books and things I always want to show you and pictures, fun stuff. And, but anyways, that's I love where it when you show me things in the bedroom, it's where it's where you can get lost <laughs> because I just have so much stuff. I always, yes, anyways. you do. Okay. Well, that was fun. Um, <laughs> how have you been? <laughs> I have been great. 
Mm-hmm. I went and picked up my cap and gown on Tuesday. Woo! It's so exciting. It looks so cute. It's not the just plain black robe. It's purple oh. and gold. Oh, um, nice. It's fancy, and I'm very excited. Um, it yeah, because it's, you know, a Graduate. long time in the making. So Absolutely. So it's very exciting. I just need to finish my project. <laughs> you will. I'm trying not to stress out over it, though, because C's get degrees. <laughs> So Is that a, <laughs> I love that. Yes. I wish I had that saying. So I've like gotten a 4.0 since I've gotten back to school. And with this last project, I have senioritis so bad. Like I'm just ready to be done. So I'm like bare minimum. Get that C and get that degree. I've already you... been accepted into grad school. So doesn't love it. matter. <laughs> you are. Yeah. You are just ready to just. Not come back. You're ready to skip well, lunch. I am and- gonna come back, but but I'll be in grad school in the fall. But I just, you know, I'm just ready to get that that first degree there. And yeah, I do. I, like, I mean, like, I'm sure a lot of people understand. I mean, yeah. once you like actually your grades are done and like you're a senior and you literally have gotten into your college and like you're mm-hmm. taking you're doing projects and things that really don't matter. It's kind of like. Why? When you've worked like really hard at something and you're yeah. right there at the end, mm-hmm. it's really difficult to keep putting in that same energy. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Especially like a junior year is like, like that's hard. I don't know. That was my hardest year mm-hmm. because like I was just trying so hard to get everything together for, because my senior year I made really easy. I had done everything. All my hard stuff was my junior year. I didn't have any hard classes my senior year. Oh, all of mine, my senior year, were, like, super hard. Really? But, yeah. But I graduated second to last in my class. Um, but you're smart <laughs> as hell. I know, but that's the problem. That's something that pe- most people don't know. Like, if you have a really high IQ and you have, and you have like, a more of a problem-solving brain, academics is not your thing. Because you don't want to do it because you know it. Right. Got so it. I still get the comment even now in college as an adult, I get the comment of you don't like to show your work. You don't like to back it up. You like to give the response. You like to turn in the project Um, because like with this big project and even with the last class, you had to do an outline and you had to do the bibliography and you had to do these little parts that are leading up to it. And I just want to do the thing. And so the instructor's like, you really like, just scraped by this one like you get a (laughs) hundred but like you just like i know looking at your other work i know you could have done much better and i'm like hey i got the 100 moving on um (laughs) but (laughs) but i don't like to do all the little things i want to do the the big project and take the test and get it up and move on i everything else is just busy work to me and that's where i struggled in high school is because it's all busy work and then yeah. I would fight with the instructors all the time and get sent to the freaking principal's office and everything else. So, um, there, yeah. there was one teacher that we had that I know, like, I mean, he was an older man. I can't remember his name. He taught some kind of, like, history. But, like... Sergeant. His class was all just, like, I mean, I don't Taking think he notes. even... It, it was insane. Like, I mean, he didn't even, like, do any of it. Like, he just... It was, like writing stuff yes and that's all it was it was insane and i remember getting to the point that literally i was writing my notes from other classes (laughs) from english and turning them in and getting 100s on it i skipped that class i had it fifth period and you know fourth period was that really long period because it was lunch yeah um so i had journalism for fourth period and we had a pass where we could leave the school to go get ads for the paper Ooh. So I would leave and not come back until sixth period because I had to be there at sixth period. But he never, he literally never knew whether I was there or not. Um, but that I sat in the very, when I was there, I sat in the very back <laughs> with this guy <laughs> who got arrested like 800,000 times. He was a big bully. But for some <laughs> reason we got along, you know. how? Uh-huh. Okay, um, yeah. And we would, <sighs> this is bad. Um, but, <laughs> but, you know, we've talked before about being the bully of bullies. Right. Um, so there were several, um, popular kids in that class that were, um, a class beneath us and they were bullying the, 
the smarter kids up front. And so it was it was actually really fun to sit in the back and harass yeah. <laughs> the bullies until eventually they cried and never came back. Um But that's what you do. <laughs> I, I I'm proud of you. Like go girl. That's exactly what needs to happen. There was <laughs> there was a cheerleader on the bu- on my bus that rode the bus. Um I am so sorry for this story, but she... <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Please. I know. I'm sharing the tea, okay? Uh, girl, this and I got my tea. This is a snapshot into the life. Eric knows this person that I was in high school, but... Um, I do. <laughs> uh, she was on the bus, and she was telling somebody that she um, was really upset about finding out that she had a third nipple. <laughs> and wow. um, I knew that Aww. she was kind of like snooty and... I mean, not a nice person. So yeah. I kind of was like, all right, I'm just going to put that in my brain and hold on to it. And in Mr. Sargent's class, she went up to um, a kid up front who was, you know, quiet, nerdy kid and said, I need your notes from a couple days ago. And he was like, no, do it yourself. Good. And she just kept harassing him. And eventually she was like in his face. And I stood up <laughs> and I said, I called her some names that. I, I can't say. Right. Um, and then I was like, you and your third nipple can sit down. <laughs> and I never Ooh. saw her in that class ever again. I so, bet. um, good job. That's the, that is the kind of person I was. You also did light um, girls' hair on fire that were sitting in that, front of I you with a lighter. Yes, so I did that once because I'm... she turned around to um, a couple of us who were alternative. Yeah. And uh, she looked at us with this scowling, Ugh. judging look on her face and said, what do people like you do for fun? And oh my God. I said, turn around and I'll show you. And she went <laughs> and turned around and then there was a smell of burning hair. And see, what's so funny is like their comments about us, like they're the boring ones. Like they're the <laughs> ones that are wearing like they go they go to like Abercrombie and Fitch and the Gap and like, I don't know, like. They, ugh. That's <laughs> so stuff. I just told everybody a lot of stuff that. Good job. Yeah. So there you go. The tea with Terry. The tea with Terry. It's a new segment. <laughs> um, yeah, it's the truth. Hey. It is. And I love it. But, but that's I, who I was when Eric met me. I think it's funny, though, because <laughs> one part of your story was you said I'd skip all these periods, but I had to be back for sixth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always skip sixth. That was the last one. I always, like, I mean, that's where, But that was banned. I know. (laughs) I was never, like, I, Nicole and I would skip all the time. And Mr. Gregory knew I never knew anything. He never asked me to play anything. He, like, would talk about the saxophone section. He would test everybody else. But he would never ask me because he knew (laughs) that I didn't know. I was never, I was barely there. I mean, I was like, I mean, it's lucky. Uh, yeah. I don't know how I got grades, to be honest. Yeah, I knew you were never there in six. I went because. Well, you enjoyed it and it was good. Yeah. Yes. I um, See, there were people in that class that pestered me because there was a lot of like, especially like my freshman year, there, there were some really religious people in, that were around me that really did not like me. Huh. Because I was like, but. I, you should have just come hung out with me. Yeah, I just, like, I mean, I was open. Like, I guess there weren't many other open gay guys at our school then, were there? Um, not, the, my foster brother left the year that you came in. He was a senior when you were in eighth grade, so he wasn't there, but he. And there's another eh. friend that we have in common, but I don't know if he was out. Yeah, I don't think there was a lot of people that were, like, really, really out. I wasn't, like, quote, unquote, out. But you didn't care. But I was the scary lesbian, like after high school, um, somebody saw that I was dating a boy and like they were super confused. Wow. They're like, oh, my God, I thought you were a lesbian. I, so, that's I so like, stereotypical. Right, okay. <laughs> like, um, But yeah, so but everyone was scared to talk to me anyway, so it didn't matter. Yeah, I am. Um, high school. Was so like I actually like I didn't hate high school. I kind of had some fun. I'm like, I don't know. I think it's a fun time when you start to like get to know who you are and you get to find your people. I think that's a really cool part 
Yeah. If you do that in high school, sometimes mm-hmm. it takes going to college for people to get to that yeah. part. But um, anyways, I did want to, I just want to let you know, look, I'm wearing the bracelet oh, that yay! you gave me. Yeah. I know. It's, it's really cute. It's actually cute. I it like really is. I, small. Yeah. I know. I love cute. it. So, um, <laughs> we should probably do our podcast because um, we're going on 15 minutes now of just our uh, us jabbering. Oh, but well. that's fantastic. <laughs> and we know that's why you're here. You got so, to know a little bit more. Exactly. And, um, okay, so let's continue with the lives of saints. Oh, is it me? It is you. It's me. Mm-hmm. Okay. You first. Sanct Gregory of the Wood. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> okay, so the son of a nobleman got really sick with some illness, who knows what, but like nobody has ever seen it before. Um, everyone had weird ideas on how to handle it, like yeah. bleeding, leeches, sweat it out, and even to like keep him in the dark. Yeah, that was really weird. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a really weird one. I've never heard of that. Yeah, no, but like nothing worked. Shocking. Um, so the nobleman's wife finally was like, all right, stop. Let me take care of it. And called for Gregory, who was a healer and a teacher who lived in the mountains. See, it, it's a woman that needs to take charge and get <laughs> things rolling. So there you go. <laughs> so when Gregory came, he undid everything that they had done before. Um, and no one really knew what else he did. But the sick guy got better quickly, even asking for his horse two days later. Suspicious. Of course, the nobleman is like crazy happy and showers him with praise and feasts. But the people that had helped the the boy before. With their fantastic ideas of like sitting in the dark. Yes. They were mad because before Gregory got there, they got the attention. So they got jealous and they told the nobleman that Gregory used dark magic in the mountains and that he probably used that dark magic on his son. Mm. (laughs) Um, The nobleman couldn't ignore the charges because everybody was like in his ear. So he had Gregory put out into the woods to be devoured by beasts, as one does. Yeah, because I get that's what this town does. When you get yes. punished, you mm-hmm. just we put you out in the middle of the woods you, and you get eaten by the beast. You get to be put out as beast food. Hmm. Um so Gregory, as when he's out there, he finds like bones of other victims and makes a liar out of them. Yeah. Um <laughs> I really would love to see that. The so the beast didn't eat him they because they liked the music yeah how sweet <laughs> the son told his dad like hey it means he's holy if the beasts listen to him uh but the nobleman was like no not buying it <laughs> so he had him taken back out into the woods but this time they bound his hands so he couldn't make beautiful music and i had to quote the end because <laughs> yeah <laughs> night fell and the creatures of the wood howled, and he was unable to play as a liar. And so anyway, Gregory yeah. was torn apart by the very beast who had slept so peacefully at his feet the night before. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> um, so he is known as the patron saint of doctors and musicians. Yeah, you just can't trust people these days. I mean, <laughs> one night they like you, the next they're eating you. Um, I mean, <laughs> however, before we move on, my favorite part of the story is actually like, so the people, well, there's two parts, the guy that puts them in the dark. And then when they actually go like they're when the door to his room was open three days later, he did look white and lifeless as a turnip, but he was no better. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and then I think it's funny because like Gregory comes in and undoes everything they did. Okay. So. Everything they did, which is um, he opens up the shade, gets him into a room, and takes a leech off? Yeah. Yes, that's all the stuff he did. Whew. <laughs> Dosting. <laughs> Anyways. However, okay, so. So now we're going to take t- a look at the illustration. Yeah, time for that illustration. So it's very, it's very bearish. So don't forget. I played yes. Grigori this past Grishaversary yes. because it was fun. Yeah. 
Yes. Well, it was a cool costume. Yeah. It's but the picture, like the illustration itself is it's got like bear claw looking things mm-hmm. in the corner and he's wearing a bear skin. Um Yeah, it's which is interesting because I mean like that's not mentioned what he's wearing. No. And also he was the one that turned into a bear. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. But um but he's got his lyre with him, which is like a harp. And that's, I don't think that's made out of bone. That looks like gold, by the way. Just saying. It's bone, though, because it's, you can see the little knot, knotty things in it. Oh, those are just big bones. But then, like, what are the strings made out of, then? Are those, like... Bone <laughs> strings? Like, okay, I can't talk about yeah. that. It'll make me... Um, But it's snowing, and he's in the woods, and he looks all, like, forlorn. He does. He really <laughs> looks like he's just kind of like, I really wish... I could be somewhere else, or yeah. someone just took his Snickers. <laughs> He's got that face of just distraught. Yeah. He but he looks, looks cute. He's got a cute face. He does. Symmetrical. Like, yeah. But yeah. He's just very, just looks very forlorn. Yeah. So, I mean, we do have to bring this up now. I mean, we have to remember this is a character that we've read a lot about in, yes, like, um, not in the- Rule of Wolves, but in um, King of Scars. Yes. Yes. So, it's really interesting because, like, I mean, that story doesn't make me think anything about the character that we met in no. King of Scars. No. You know? I almost wonder where, like, where did you get the idea of all of a sudden him having to be, like, all these different, like, I mean, I got the bear thing, but where the eight eyes and all this? I I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm assuming because it was multiple beasts, like, in the story... Um, yeah. there's many different types of beasts that like he's playing to. Oh, I get it. So I think that's where we were going on that. Um, and also, you know what? I think, it, and you just made me remember something. Maybe I'm completely wrong with this, but isn't he also supposedly one of the people that like, um, um, turned into an animal and like did like, was along it war with, along with Joris? Um, like the same type of yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, because he, they said that like the Grisha used to be able to turn into beasts, yeah. which is you know where we are with like Zoya now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it says wolves and snakes and bears. So I mean that it could have something to do with it, but also the fact that he was part of that older group of Grisha that yeah. could shape shift and. Which is, um, but it didn't seem like he could control it <laughs> in King of Not in the fold. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't control it in the fold. He just randomly turned into weird stuff. Okay, moral of the story is people suck. Yeah. Because <laughs> he helped them and they didn't care. Yeah. Moral of the story, I don't like stories about martyrs because it's sad. Like, I mean, these poor people, like, these people do such good things and this... It's more of a story of learning how horrible people are. And it taught me that, I mean, like, I don't know. Men suck. Listen to women. Um, (laughs) And also, leeches are not going to help you with anything. I don't care how sick you are. Don't put a leech on you. It's not going to suck it out. It's just going to look weird. And then um, never, ever think going into a dark room is going to heal anything. I mean, it does when you have a migraine, it helps. Yes, correct. <laughs> yes, and I get a lot of those. Yes. Um, but if you, like, are sick, sick, like, don't go in with a cough and think that. I've just never, ever heard that. No. And I think that was just, like, it threw me off guard. It kind of was funny. And I really liked that they said he looked white like a turnip, which is, like, but he wasn't any better. No. Poor kid. Yeah. But, um. So, Grisha order... Mm. I feel like, I mean, obviously a healer. Yes, obviously a healer. Obviously a healer, but I think there's also um, material alki yeah. part in there with being able to make the little harpy thing. With yeah. The, yeah, I agree. I think it's like, and I think we're in that, we need to come up with a name for these Grisha. The Grisha that like were before the Darkling Grisha, where they, like the Grisha that... Can do the, many different things. Yeah, the multi-order. The multi. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, we'll come up with something. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, yeah, one of those. Yeah. That 
didn't have any orders. They could do a lot of different things. I agree. Yeah. I like it. Um, and obviously, Easter eggs, like we talked about that. King of Scars, he's obviously a, he's a, a character. character in yeah. there. Um, a really weird one. <laughs> yeah. He, he actually is the, like, when you think about what was weird in King of Scars... Him. He was a big part of it, yeah. Yeah, I don't think there was anything else that I thought was weird. It was all, it was him. The, I thought that whole fold thing was weird, and he was just... It was odd, <laughs> but, like, hit, he just yes. totally, like, I mean, once all of a sudden, like... <laughs> I can't remember it, but it's, like, they start running at, like, Nikolai and Zoya, and it's, like, eight eyes and eight arms are, like, running at you. I'm, like, whoa. Yeah. Nothing can get weirder than that to me. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. So next. Okay. We have Sankt Valentine, which by the way, I'm sorry. I've noticed that these stories are either like it's um, either an actual story of them getting killed or someone or someone's like prayed to them and gotten like, you know, like use their powers. Right. Okay. Anyways, I just found that interesting. Not everybody's got the same. Like, I would think that, like, for some reason, I would think that it would all be the same. Like, okay, these are all the li- like. It it just li- says the lives of saints, so it's just telling you about the saints. I know. I just wouldn't expect stories of other people getting miracles from saints so much. I would expect, like, you know, their story. But I like it. I'm not saying I dislike it. I'm just saying that's what I thought. Okay, so Sankt Valentine. Um, so this is an interesting story. There's a girl who is about to get married, and she's sick, and she dies. Um, there's nothing that can happen. I mean, they prayed, and unfortunately, she just dies. And it's a very cold place. Um, they even mention it's the worst days of winter. So they can't even get a shovel or pick or anything in the ground to bury her. So... They just put her on ice. I mean, literally. Like, I mean, they put her in an ice house um, because the family's too poor to put her in a mausoleum. So they, uh, you know, they put her on a slab in the ice house. And, you know, she'll just sit there and she'll be frozen. And it's a good look, actually, um, when we get to the picture. However, she's um, clutching a bouquet and leaves and wild berries. And um, everybody goes, visits her in the ice house. And then when the first thaw comes, they dig a grave and plop her on in there. (laughs) And the next morning, um, the mother goes to pray to her daughter's grave. And all of a sudden, next to the headstone is a snake. And the mama is like, "Uh uh-uh, I don't like snakes. Sorry. So she runs out of there. Apparently she runs, she doesn't like it so much. She's actually got tears coming down her cheeks. Um, So all spring, the woman is grieving and running out because the snake is there. And apparently nobody else goes to the girl's grave either because of the snake. So she decides that she's going to, she goes to church and she says a prayer to Sankt Valentine who is the patron saint of snake charmers and the lonely. Quite a combo. It is, which we will, please don't let me forget. I really want to figure out how that got as a combo. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Anyways, um, Sankt Valentine then comes to her in her dreams and says, Hey girl, it's me. The like saint you prayed to. And if you want an answer to your question, then tomorrow go and lay down next to your daughter's grave and everything will be revealed. And she's like, oh my God, I'm so scared. I hate snakes. (laughs) And he's like, well, if you want the truth, you'll do it. Otherwise you won't. So the next day she does and the snake's there and the snake pokes its head up and it's right about to like, it's about to open its mouth and the woman literally is thinking she's going to go into the next, she's about to go into the next life and meet her daughter. However, the snake opens up its mouth and it's like, Mama, it is I, the spirit of your lost daughter, return to tell you of my plight. 
it doesn't sound like that, but you know, <laughs> I, what if it maybe really it, hope it does. Or maybe it was like, girl, what's up? <laughs> Mama Roo, it's the spirit of your lost daughter. Return to tell you of my plight. I did not die of natural illnesses, but from poison fed to me in what was meant to be medicine by the man who swore he loved me until I told him I did not love him any longer and did not wish to be his bride. He laughed over my corpse in the ice house, and now he is afraid to visit this grave. For he knows the saints will not allow a murderer to fiend honest prayer on hallowed ground. I read that entire thing, didn't I? Wow. Yeah. Okay, well, hey, it was a line. <laughs> I can, you know, I just can't leave the theater. And I think I did a couple different characters all in that one line, so that's like... Yeah, that, that, that character went on a journey. It sure did. That takes talent, y'all. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah. So the woman is weeping. I mean, I'd be crying because my child is a snake now. Oh, uh, yeah. But um, she's happy um, because she's um, now going to, I guess, I, um, she, the snake curls around its wrist and she's like, I love you, daughter. Um, and you know what? I'll go and get this all sorted out, which is like, I mean, go the man that loved her poisoned her. So the mother goes finds him and's like hey you need to come back and pray and he's like no there's a snake there <laughs> and she's like whatever you're a righteous man you should be there you, you're gonna pray over her and anyways she, she pretty much gets him there he's scared and he as he goes down to like he's getting down to pray and i guess he opens up his mouth and the snake comes out and bites him literally on his tongue and he <laughs> dies right there and then he's got something mysterious that I've never heard of called murderer's mur- black, murderous black tongue or something. Because it says he died with the black tongue of a murderer. Never heard of that. Black. Maybe in that world, your tongue your turns, tongue turns black when you murder someone. Yeah. Well. Okay. Anyways, so um. I will read the last part of this. This is the cute part. The snake was never seen again, but a quince tree grew beside the young bride's grave and lovers often met beneath its branches when the weather was warm enough. It is customary for the mother of brides to offer prayers to Sankt Valentin and seeing a snake on your wedding day is known to be good luck. Oh, I know. It's cute. It's weird. It's Uh, very weird. Yeah. Um, However, like, I mean, there's like, there's just some things like, I mean, I, I think it's in another story too, that we read tonight. I've started to notice that they, the, their religion believes in the, like, I mean, in another, like, I mean, not the afterlife, but like, I mean, yeah, like, I mean, in re, um, reincarnation. Like, I really, um, there's another story that we read, I think tonight that it mentioned something like that. You'll see. Anyways. <laughs> so. Did I do something wrong? Are you sure? What? Okay. Um, so. Maybe. Let's just move on and take a look at that illustration. There it is. This is one of the prettiest ones. It's very like. It is. It's very like Bram Stoker's Dracula. Well, yeah. Yep. And it's got that murderer lover next to her and then the snake. Yeah. It's pretty. It is pretty. I mean, it's death, but yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. Um, it's okay. Yeah, it's good. Um, I mean, it's, not, <laughs> it's, good. Sorry, it's not my favorite, but I do like it. Um, I, I do like the fact that we do have an image for every single one of these stories. Um, and, you know, I guess when I was reading this, I was re- for the first time, I was really hoping that this would have something to do with Valentine's, but it didn't. Oh. Even though I can't stand Valentine's Day, I just was expecting it. All right. Okay, so what do we think the moral of the story of this is? Um, okay, well, you know... Um, Sometimes the truth is scary. Okay, yeah. And um, you can freeze anything and it'll stay good. Just need a good freezer. Yeah. Actually, you know what's crazy is like we just ended up with like there was a 
So at my office, any fundraiser that any kid has for any parent goes around and we ha- all yeah. have to order it. Mm-hmm. I just ended up with an entire flat of strawberries, like oh boy. huge thing of them. Um, however, was told that um, to, because there was no way we were going to eat them all, to cut them and slice them and I put monk fruit on them and mm-hmm. freeze them. Yeah. Okay. I've never done that before. Oh my God. Yeah. Those strawberries are like, amazing i'm gonna continue eating them like that forever they're so good because i love them when they're freezing cold but when those suckers oh my god they're just so good okay well i was amazed by that i don't freeze fruit well i'm glad that the death of this woman reminded you of your delicious strawberries yep she's frozen so (laughs) you know what here's something that's tasty that is I talked about cannibalism the other episode, so. sure did. I sure did. Um, Okay, well, I don't think there's too many, like, really good, like, I mean, morals of the story. I mean, it's just kind of interesting. Um, However, I did look up what a quince tree was, and it's not even, like, a fruit you can really eat. Mm -mm. No. So, um, however, anyways. So, Grisha order, um... Okay, so this, we got to remember, like, this is Val- Valentine, like, I mean, a snake charmer, so, like, a corporalkai that has, like, you know, some kind of, like, I'm just assuming that since they could... Yeah, if it's a tra- controlling of a living creature, then... Right. Yeah. Um, but I would love to know where the story came for Sankt Valentin and how they are the patron saint of snake charming and being lonely. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to use snakes to talk to lonely people, then I guess you will be very lonely. Then that's way. Th- that's the, the mix between okay. snakes and lonely. Hmm. I Sure. Hey, it works, <laughs> you know? Um, Okay, Easter eggs, none. Uh-uh. I mean, like, I, there's nothing in there. Um, but I, yeah, that's it. Okay, all right. So moving on, moving on to Sankt Peter, oh. which is spelled in a really fun way. It is. Um, all right. Wow, I got really excited because remember, really I like the spelling. Excited. You know, I call it the Grishaverse name style, and I can barely get that out. But this is like what I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> all right. So one day. A boy decided to go drinking in a chicken yard instead of going to Saint's Day. Gobble, gobble. Apparently, while he slept, a demon got in his mouth and into his throat. I mean, okay. When he woke up, he bit his mom's cheek, set fire to the village school, gnashed his teeth, and tore up prayer books. It just sounds like you in high school, girl. (laughs) Kind of. This Um, is just your senior year. (laughs) So when he fell asleep again, a priest was called to exorcise the demon. The power of Christ compels you. Oh, my God. See, God, I hope not. I mean, I'm sorry. (laughs) So it actually did escape his mouth during this exorcism. (laughs) Please read the description. (laughs) I have in my notes that it was a, a gray, wet, yeah. sluggy thing. Yep. Um, and it, like, flew out the window. <laughs> and the story, I can't with this story. It says, quote, as you know, I know. demons are drawn to water, end quote. How like, do we know that? We all know that, duh. So, however, like, I do want to, like, I, I thought the same thing, but I... We do have to remember the very first story, Anastasia has that, yeah. like, demon that's in the river I'm in Ketterdam. I'm a old troll who lives under the bridge. <laughs> but it didn't ever say that, like... Right. Yeah. Because, I mean, this is, like, very pointed. Like, as you know, I mean, yeah. demons are drawn to water. They're drawn to water. Yes. So, it, it went to the lake. <laughs> as we know. Um, it enticed people to come near, like, this weird sluggy siren Taking form of like whatever would work best, like it'd be a hot girl, see that's so- or a lost mother. <laughs> this story is so weird. Okay, so McDonald's French fries that would get me grimace. Mm. Um, uh, as soon as the person put their fingers in the water, 
um, it would drag them down <laughs> to the bottom of the lake. <laughs> yep. So the townspeople decide that they're going to get together <laughs> to kill it with fire. Because don't forget, <laughs> that's the only way you can kill a demon, apparently. But that's also like a funny saying, kill a fire. Anyway. Is it? Wait, what? Tell me, what are you saying? Kill it with fire. That's a funny saying. It's yes, it's a thing people say. Okay. All right. Anyways, so that didn't okay. land well. But anyway, so no. the thing was too <laughs> smart for all of that. Uh, so a new priest comes to town, and his name is Peter. Hey, Peter. <laughs> he told everyone to dip their arrows in pitch, which, if you don't know, is a thing that like catches fire easily. Um, and meet him at the lake. Ooh. He recited Sicurian psalms which i think is amazing that we have a name for something like that mm-hmm. that's a prayer i'm guessing obviously <laughs> duh okay. and the thing <laughs> sort of and the yeah. thing turned into peter's brother who had died uh, but peter was not deceived uh-uh. uh, this sounds just like a bible story right now um so it does. P- because there's is this anyway, cain and abel so well there's actually a peter anyway oh so peter wasn't deceived and so he just shouted the psalms louder um, he like teased- the power of Christ compelling. <laughs> so he teases this thing by putting his hand in the water, but like as the thing's coming up, he like takes his hand out, and he does this like over and over again until the sluggy gray thing actually comes out of the water, and that's when all the hunters start shooting their arrows, like their fire arrows at him, and the and the gross thing like starts running away. But Peter was like, ah. Oh, Mm-mm. You ain't going nowhere. So he grabs the thing, um, which made the arrows hit him too. So like he's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> There's arrows in his chest, but he refuses to let go. And he dies <laughs> along with the demon. Yeah. So he is the patron saint of archers. Bye-bye, Peter. Oh, well, I thought candles or barbecue. <laughs> uh, that... That has to be one of the weirder stories so oh, far. Girl. I know so far. That's one of the that's one of the weirder ones. See, they're um, all some of them are just so crazy. And don't forget, like, I mean, like, so this is supposed to be the book that people like use as like this is their like prayer book. Like this is their like I don't know. I can't imagine reading these and being like, Oh yeah, I definitely believe in that saint. <laughs> like but I think also a thing that we're starting to realize is, like, remember how we didn't know what Saint's Day was? There was an actual definition. I'm guessing, like, yeah, every saint that we've read, has some of them have, like, specific days. So mm-hmm. I guess if you, like, have a saint from your story that you just read, then I'm guessing you go to, like, whatever you're supposed to do that day for that saint. Yeah. I think that's kind of neat. I think it's neat that we're kind of learning more about the religion a bit. Um Anyways, yeah. So let's look at the illustration. Let's do. <laughs> it's a very lively one. It's very colorful. It's one of the more like brightly colored ones. So we've got like that bright green and the bright gl- blue, glue, blue, um, mm-hmm. blue, and the the red. And um, at first, like before I started reading the story, I had no idea what was going on because it looks <laughs> really weird. Like he's like he's. It looks like he's holding a weapon of some sort. Like he's gonna golf. Like it looks like a weird <laughs> golf club. It or- does. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's there's Peter there on fire. Yeah, he's already got an arrow through him. I it's mean, literally through him. Yep, and he is still. It looks like he's actually about to go like water skiing on top of this. Like, yeah, he's determined. He really is, and I can't really get like. I mean, this demon is very. It looks like one. What is the, those weird snake thing that they look like snakes, but they like have a um. The weird mouth. Like, it doesn't really have eyes. It's a, uh, I can't remember the name of it. Yep. As all my stories sound so great <laughs> because I can't remember. It's a leet, a le- some kind of weird thing that it's horrifying looking. It looks like a worm that's got the teeth that are all in a circle. Oh, yeah. They have them up north in the Great Lakes. Yes. Horrifying. Um, so, what I also find fascinating are the clothing of the archers. Yeah, the background, yeah. It actually has them in some, like, really cool um, outfits there. They're, it looks like they're in the same kind of outfit, just different colors. Um, they look like they're having a little fun, though. Like, that guy in the white looks like he's smiling. <laughs> well, yeah, if I was out, like, shooting some fire arrows, then I'd be happy, too. 
Yeah, it does look like they definitely are but, on. But like, they have to know that they're hitting him. Uh, they're not far. I mean, he's right there. <laughs> like, I mean, it looks like they're not really like. Like, you're on fire, dude. But anyway. Um, the hills in the back, like, definitely look like they're like at the Grisha versus golf. Like, it does. Dev- it definitely it looks like, like. Yeah, it's very nice land. Like, I mean. Besides the fact that he's on fire, it looks like he's having a nice golf day. You know, and I hope he is. I hope <laughs> I really do. Um, and I'm glad that he was able to, you know, kill this demon in the middle of it with that sick Korean psalms. So what's the moral of the story? Well, <laughs> the demons power of like, Christ compels you. Yep. And demons... Love, Love wa- the water. Yep. And fire is the only way you can kill a demon, apparently. Or, like, drown him in the first book. Uh, sorry. Don't be fooled by your dead relatives coming back to life. Yeah. If, <laughs> if you see an illusion or, so, like, somebody that has passed away, don't just automatically think they just came back to say hi. Yes. You will die. Um. There's something weird going on there. <laughs> um, and apparently oh. demons also, like, I mean, I think it's got, like, it definitely knows how to change. Like, I mean, I think it's neat how it changes, like, from a sexy siren to, like, you know, it's, it knows. So how, yeah. Do we think that he's a Grisha, though? So what would he, like, I mean, what would like, did he, he actually do anything? Other than just, like, say these, like... He talked. He, like, I mean, he annoyed the demon. He, but he couldn't, like, control it. He, he was just teasing it, you know? So, like, I don't know if he was actually a Grisha or not. Yeah, well, he's got to be, though. Like, I mean, I mean, I... But I, you're right. There's nothing in here that really gives us any idea of what kind of... I mean... I mean, yeah. if anything, he would be, like, in the same realm of the snake person where you can kind of control a living creature. But he should probably do a better job and but, not kill yeah, himself. Yeah. I feel like if he had a power, he could have done a better job at that. So, I don't know. I'm not convinced that he really yeah. was a Grisha. Um, it is an interesting one. This is also, what, like, I guess, Anesh's first knife, by the way, was... Named after Sankt Peter. Huh. Well, there yeah. you go. Yeah. So. I mean, it reads more like a Bible story than anything else. It really does. Um, the fiery arrows bring it home and this, the demon in the water. I really just do love how it gets so sassy and just, you know, as you know, demons are drawn to water. As you know. Who do you think you're talking to? Okay, so. Last one. Okay. Well, get ready, folks. Here we go. Sancta Urian of the Mill. So, um, in Amrat Jen in Shu, um, Shu Han, the rich families enjoy having, like, I guess in spring, they kind of have, like, this little, um, get-together, um, party outside where they open up their doors to only the other wealthy people. Um, And it's based around making these nice little custard cakes. And it's all in like springtime. And it's a, it's kind of like Shuhan's best, like great Shuhan's bake off. Yeah. The great Shuhan bake off (laughs) making (laughs) custard cakes. Um, because they're all trying to win. Um, anyways, um, so a long time ago, I guess, um, apparently a nobleman decided that he was going to invite all his friends from around to this um, his festivities. And he was going to, he imagined all his, like, I mean, rows of tables with all these crusty cakes on them. And then he goes, this is what confuses me. He goes to, like, I guess, go check the flower. Because I'm sorry, I don't believe any of these people are actually making the cakes um but he goes and he finds out that like he sees only one bag of flour so he's like furious and he calls his miller guy and yeah it's miller right yeah 
And the miller has to remind him, hey, dude, actually, the reason you only have one bag of flour is because you tried to impress all your friends this year and you gave it all away. Well, the nobleman doesn't like that answer, so he's like, you're lying. Um, That's not true. You stole it. And the miller's daughter decides to, like, pipe in and says, you know what? Please save my father. I will take care of this. If you just come back tomorrow morning, I will have enough flour for you to bake cakes for your entire lifetime. Um, So... He locks her in there. He has soldiers guarding the whole little hut. And the next morning he gets up and his friends are all there. And he's like, you know what? If I can't at least host a party, at least I can host a great um, hanging. Yeah, because he's expecting that <laughs> he's going to open up the door. And But he opens up the door and what does he find? Little Yer- Oh, yeah. Her name's Yergen, by the way. <laughs> the daughter's name is Yergen. Um, all these, she's got like... Stacks of flour everywhere. I mean, it's just coming out of this building. And she's so tired, she's asleep on the floor. So he's like, uh, one, I don't think you did this. And if you did, it must also be not, like, it can't be good flour. But they open up the bags, and it's all, like, perfect and white and gorgeous. And he's he still doesn't believe him her so he asks his soldiers and the soldiers say she didn't leave she didn't go anywhere so he still is determined to figure out what happens and this is where this loses me <laughs> he says that okay well she must have dug a tunnel and somehow stole the flower that way so he then goes and gets all these hammers and picks and don't forget he gets a big thing of wine and him and all his noble friends start like tearing apart the floor trying to find a tunnel to the point that they can't even be heard anymore (laughs) like they're just all these noble people are under the ground so yurian and all of her like um wonderful miller people and all these um people that probably work really hard for these noble people get to sit down and actually enjoy their own meal and she is the patron saint of hospitality. So, <laughs> when, okay. Yeah. So apparently um, these rich people just thought it'd be a game to dig holes. And they got to the point where they never wanted to come back. Like, I don't get it. Like, I mean, you dug a tunnel and like, I mean. Did they just get like lost and. Did they go find them? Um, Isamrud? That's what I was going to say. Maybe Isamrud ate them. That's a good one. That's um, it. Yep. Maybe they just got completely lost and couldn't come back. And they, when they were screaming for help, no one could hear them. So Probably. Yeah. So this reminds me of like, it's like the Grisha verse version of um, that. Oh my gosh. Um, I looked at, it's um, that fairy tale of, um, oh my God. I can't, I'm so bad with my words tonight. Um, you can't remember my name. You have to go and do straw. Gold straw. Um, Starts an R. Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. Thank you. Well, don't play games with me. Come on, help me. Yes. Well, so, I was going to say something else, and that's not it. I was going to say Rasputin. <laughs> oh, no. I thought it was, it reminded me of the. Yes, Rumpelstiltskin. Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, what a. I'm Who, so... one of my favorite actors ever, plays that on Once Upon a Time. Oh, really? That's one of your favorite actors? Yes, I love him very much. That was a real... I, I love that show. I actually just, for some reason, never watched the last season. I didn't either, because it got weird. Yeah, once it got into the Frozen stuff, it I kind of lost me. Yeah, no. So, let's take a look at that illustration. Okay, so... It's a girl laying on top of flour. Yep. Lots of bags of it. It looks very, like, menacing, though, because there's, like, a shadow of somebody in the door. That like, sh- they're going to come stab her or something. That shadow, it makes me think of Cinderella for some reason, like the evil, like the stepmother in Cinderella. It reminds me of um, Farquaad. <laughs> the the yeah. shape of the hair and everything. Lo- <laughs> yeah. She definitely does look cozy though yeah she's all cozy and like 
Yeah, it's a really, that shadow is really kind of creepy. It is. Is he holding something? Or is that just his hand? I would assume he's holding something because there's no way his hands are shaped like that. But it's very menacing. It's like all the horror movies, you know, where like the shadow was. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, I this just, it's weird. This guy is obviously like, I mean, like he is insane because I mean, if anybody tells him that he he did something wrong, he just tells them that, nope, you did it. Oh, we all know people like that. We do, but the Grishaverse is filled with them, apparently. So um, They're called gla- glass lighters? Yes, mm. they're called gas lighters. So the moral of this story is um, rich people suck. Well, no, they don't. Don't be greedy. Yeah, um, and yeah. Don't be snooty. Yep, um, all, uh, don't forget your wine if you're... For a party and don't um, dig too deep. Yeah, don't dig too deep. <laughs> um, and if you don't eat your meal, then I mean, believe me, the people that made it will. There you go. Mm-hmm. There, yep, that's it. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> um, okay. So Grisha order. She's. I mean, I'm. I think she's like a durist in some way because she created yeah. more flour. Yeah, she had to be, even though she supposedly prayed to the saints to have. I didn't say that, but that's what it was. She prayed to the saints to supposedly get all the flour. Yeah. But yeah, so she's a durist. Um, Easter eggs and any references? Um, Shuhan? <laughs> There's it's a, a country, country we've heard of. <laughs> yep. Um, we haven't heard of yeah, this it doesn't sound, holiday. Yeah. Nope. And yeah, it's a... But I do really want to watch Shuhan's great... Bake Off, um, or the Great Shuhan Bake Off. Okay. Anyway, is that is that your final answer? That is. Okay. Do you have any? <laughs> are you, are, I'm done. Are you dialing a friend? I yes. I I, I <laughs> yeah. I I definitely am. Oh. I'm out. Yeah. All done. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> so, well, that was fantastic. So those were fun. Um, let's, we, we haven't done this in a while. Ooh, it's that special time for. Preachcast news. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Woo. Okay. So. Quick news. Yeah. Alex couldn't be with us, but it's okay. We took care of. Of it, it's just a little bit of something. So, um, if you pay attention to Lee's socials, Lee had today actually had a a tea social at Yale, and I think it was only for students. Um, and I believe she was probably talking a little bit about Ninth House. I know that the way I heard about this was from a Instagram live video that she posted and she did mention that coming soon we will be getting the title for Ninth House 2 and a cover. So, that's it. But it's something. So, And that's been Grisha Cast News. Grisha Cast News. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So, we got some at least one yeah, listener. Go, girl. All right. Mhm. <laughs> We're saying hi and thank you to Josh, who is a new fan, just subscribed. They're way back (laughs) in Season Storm. So when they finally get to 105, (laughs) then they're going to hear the shout out. But thank you very much. And we're happy to have you. We have a lot of those, actually. We did, like, we just did one for someone that, like, yep. is back on 53. So we've got a lot of listeners. So that, weeks later, you'll hear your name. <laughs> years later, however long it takes you, um, yep. you'll hear it. Yep. So, and also, I would like to thank, um, we've got another listener on Instagram, Brenda Jane. 
I said, yeah. Yeah. So thank you, Brenda. Thanks. Um, she was, yeah, she um, was asking a little bit about, you know, Liz Huerta, which is awesome. Um, oh, yeah. That yeah. was a great interview. It was. And that book is mm-hmm. out. So. so thanks for listening to the interview. Yes, absolutely. Next week, we will be covering the next four saints. That's Sanct Felix, Sanct Lucan, Sanct Magda, and Sanct Egmund. Pages 73 through 89. Long live the Grishaverse. Like, we're at the end of the hour, so my voice is a little husky. It was. No mourners. No funerals. This has been GrishaCast. Connect with us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at GrishaCast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok at GrishaCast. Thank you to our incredible staff, Chris, Alex, Sid, Michelle, and Chloe. Oh, and Lucy. Woo!